Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you for you are truly God and God alone. You are the almighty God, the mighty breasted one, the all-sufficient God. Father, Lord God, we give you praise. We honor you because you are a good father. We say, Lord, there is none like you today, O God. There will be none like you ever, O God. You are the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the only true and living God. The God who declares the end right at the beginning. Father, Lord God, you are worthy to be praised. You are a good, good Father. And we say, Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your presence, O oh Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you that we have access to you, O oh Lord. Thank you, almighty and everlasting Lord. In Jesus' name, we have worship. So good evening. Um, today, it's my turn. I'm filled with some trepidation, but um, as we've been on this journey, today's the 19th day, and we do take time out during the session to actually reflect on the, one of the names of God or the nature of God. And today, um, I'm going to be talking about our Heavenly Father is mindful of me, he's mindful of you, mindful of us. 
So I don't know whether it has a name like El Shaddai or something, but it's the nature of God that I have experienced, and I want to share that with you today. So um, the first scripture I'm going to use, it's um, Psalm 8 verse 4, and it's a Psalm of David, and it was really a question. And David is saying, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? So when I started to think about this word, uh, being mindful, it's really about being intimately involved in all that concerns us. So everything that concerns us, God is intimate. He knows everything about it. Our moment-by-moment actions, our thoughts, our feelings, our desires, our challenges, our circumstances, you know, God is telling us that he is totally aware of it. So he bears us in mind. You know, he's aware of the good things we're going through, the challenges, our successes. You know, he's thinking about us 24-7, and he truly cares for us. So um, when I was also reflecting and thinking about this, you know, I also remembered when um, Jesus, his message or his last letters to the church, the seven churches, and um, in Revelations 2 and 3, he actually, for each church, you know, he tells them something about, you know, I know you. So in the church in Ephesus, he says, I know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people. And then the church in Simna, he says, I know about your suffering and your poverty, but you are rich. I know the blasphemy of those who are opposing you. The church in Pergamon, he says, I know that you live in the city where Satan has his throne, yet you have remained loyal to me. To the church in Titira, he says, I know all the things you do. I have seen your love, your faith, your service, and your patient endurance, and I can see your constant improvement in all these things. To the church in Sardis, he says, I know all the things you do, and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. To the church in Philadelphia, he says, I know all the things you do, and I have opened a door for you that no one can close. You have little strength, yet you obeyed my word and did not deny me. So just going back to what it means to be mindful, I'm going to share two stories. One is about me, and one is about a family member, and I have taken permission to share it. So I remember when I turned um, 30, Um, On my 30th birthday, I think I was about seven months pregnant, and my father-in-law was around. And he insisted that, you know, he wanted to take me out for lunch. To be honest with you, I really wasn't up to it because we're going to have guests later on in the evening. But I thought, you know what, he's come all this way, you know, let me go for it. So myself and my husband, Ibuku and I, we went out for lunch. You know, we had a nice time. You know, it wasn't anything spectacular, but, you know, it was just good. And as we, I got back into the car and I was about to sit down, in fact, no, I was, I sat down and something dropped in my mind and God said, you know, Omolola, there was something you wanted. You always wanted to feel special. You wanted, you always wanted to be daddy's little girl. Today I have given you that gift. And the background really is I was raised predominantly by my mother. You know, my mother was a single mom. She was a strong mom. She loved me. She loved us. She provided for us. We didn't lack anything. 
But I think even as a child, there were some desires I wanted. I saw my friends with their fathers, you know, how their fathers took them out. But that day, God reminded me that a desire I had had as a little child, God answered it through my father-in-law. So it just made me feel so special. And um, when I remember the song that says, you know, who am I that God is mindful of me? You know, I know that God is mindful of me. I know that God loves me and I know that God cares for me. The second story really is, so fast forward to 2022. So this happened last month and it happened to my auntie. My auntie is um, 81. Her husband is 80, but maybe 87. He has... um, is it dementia? Um, so they go for a family function. Um, my auntie likes to go out, but because of her husband's condition, she doesn't really have the opportunity to do a lot of family uh, gatherings. But on this occasion, you know, she had to go and she had to go with her husband. So they went, they had a lovely time. And I think by the time they realized that, you know, it was time to go home, you know, they have carers that come into the house, I think three, four times. Well, By the time the party finished, the last carer, you know, they had missed the last carer. So um, when it was time to go, um, the celebrant now came up to them and said, oh, how are you going to get home, blah, 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 blah. And he was going to get a cab for them. And a young man walked up to their table and said, oh, what are you trying to do with this, you know, elderly couple? And he said, oh, I'm just trying to get them into a cab. And he said, you know what, I will take them home. So um, he took them home, and um, I think my auntie was just expecting that he would drop them at home, and you know they would go into um, their house, and she would have to sort out her husband. Now I don't know if you're familiar, but with those who have um, dementia, they really need a lot of support. You know, there's a lot of um, cleaning, and you know, a lot of personal things that need to be done anyway. So anyway, he drops them at home. He comes out of the car, helps my auntie into the house. I mean, my auntie is still fit, but at 80, she's not a spring chicken. He carries all their stuff, their takeaways, puts it into the house, and then he goes back, gets my uncle, and takes him into the house. Now, at this point, my auntie was saying that she was thinking, you know, how am I going to change this man? You know, I've got to change his clothes. I've got to change his diapers. I've got to change the bed, you know, and I think the last carer totally missed all that out. Anyway, before she knew it, the guy came and said, you know, where's the bedroom? So he took um, the guy that brought them in. He took my uncle into the bedroom and put him in the chair. And then he came out again and asked my auntie, where his, um, you know, she, he saw that, you know, the bed wasn't made. He said, give me the bed sheet. He made the bed. He came out again. At this point, my auntie was just wondering, you know, how am I going to sort this man up? He came out again and said, you know, can I have his pajamas? Can I have everything? He went in. He looked after my uncle. He cleaned him from top to bottom, changed his diapers, and, you know, put him to bed. Now, my auntie said, you know, when she was at the party, you know, um, somebody had volunteered to help her clean my uncle. But unfortunately, I think some of the, um, I think the toilets or the the toilets, it didn't have a place to put him. So they couldn't do it. So I tell you this because, you know, in my auntie's wildest dreams, you know, she, she didn't know how she was going to do it. But God saw her heart. And God sent the help at the right time. You know, so this is just to remind us that the God that we serve, he's mindful of us. 
You know, so our challenges, our difficulties, even our successes, God is saying that, you know, I'm everything about you, you know, I'm fully aware, you know, you don't have to go up to different people to explain your situation. I am mindful of you and I'm able to solve your problems. So when I started to look at this again, I thought, you know what, in the two examples that I have given, God actually used people. And I sat back and I said, Omolola, am I mindful of people? You know, am I, how do I relate with the people around me? Am I just being transactional that, you know, is it just about getting something from A? But God is reminding me that, you know, we must build relationships, not because it may benefit us, but because he's God and he's got a work for us. He's going to use me. He's going to use you in this mindfulness. And then I started to think again, and I thought, you know, this God has been so good to me. You know, he's been good to us. He's mindful to us. Am I really mindful of God? Today is day 19 of um, our pursuit of God. You know, people have come here. They've been at home. They've logged in. They're fasting. And God is saying, you know, how are you being mindful of me? We're singing. We're worshiping. But what God is asking for is he wants all of us. And I'm going to read the scripture in Romans 1, Romans 12 verse 1. He says, and this is how I believe I should be mindful of God. Romans 12 verse 1 says, Beloved friends, what should be our prosper response to God's marvelous mercies? To surrender yourself to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices, and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. So today, today is day 19. Our life will continue after pursuit of God. And God is saying, I want you to be mindful of me. So I am mindful of you. But I want you to be mindful of me. I want you to offer your whole life, your body, your soul, your mind, your motives, your desires, your fears, your challenges, your talents. You know, everything about me. God is saying that I need to offer it on this altar. And as a sacrifice, the sacrifice doesn't have the ability to take itself off the altar. Once I go on that altar, I'm saying, Lord, as the, song, as the song we sang, it said, I surrender all. And it is then up to God to decide what he does with that sacrifice. So brothers and sisters today, let us be mindful that our God is mindful of us. Let us remember that because God is mindful of us, our God is dependable. Our God can be trusted. And our God will come through for us regardless of the circumstance. And let us be mindful of one another. Let us build relationships that we enable God use us to be mindful in other people's lives. And most especially, let us be mindful about the things of God. Let us offer our lives as a living sacrifice on a daily basis. Father, Lord God, we thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we thank you that you are mindful of us, O oh Lord. 
Father, Lord God, we pray that help us, O God, to truly offer our lives as a living sacrifice before you, holy and acceptable, not based on my own standard, not based on the standard of the church, but based on your standard, on your word and your word alone. Father, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we bless your name. Receive us as we are, all that we are. Lord, as we surrender to you, surrendering everything to you, everything to you. Two. 